And now, presenting from across the pond, it's the Squared Circle Relics Podcast. And welcome along to this special news edition of the Squared Circle Relics Podcast. This is Jamie bringing you a bit of an update in what many people have probably seen by now, and that is the news of WWE and Panini seemingly parting ways quite abruptly. Now, over this little bit of an episode, I'm just going to give you the details and try and break down each of the details as they are now. Now, this is still a changing topic. I'm not sure whether we will hear anything further this side of the weekend. Of course, all the WWE releases today, all the news around SmackDown and the USA network and just a general shake-up of everything post-TKO but I'll give you all the details what we know now how it re- kind of relates to wrestling card collectors for the time being and what we can probably see over the next few months and also just some things really to look out for as well if you are into looking for some Panini Prism stuff as well. So first of all the, the news broke at five past nine so this was on Twitter by Darren Ravel. And he basically put it straight out there in a fairly quick post saying two weeks ago, WWE terminated Panini in what they called a breach of contract. And there is still two and a half years left on this contract. Now, within this termination, WWE have said that Panini, which is still, of course, selling product, is now in violation. And they are now going to be seeking an injunction against Panini for doing so. Now, there is a bit of an underlying story here with Fanatics, which I'll get into later on in the episode. But just to add a little bit more colour onto this, Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, which many of you will probably know for his coverage of the WWE and the AEW ratings and just the business side of wrestling, really. He noted there was quite a lot of details that he managed to get from the court filings. Now, he did find there are two new court filings around the situation so one is wwe versus panini and the other one is panini versus wwe and that's their counterclaim versus the argument that wwe have put forward so really first of all wwe's own case is ultimately that they have terminated for breach of contract and i'll give you the details as we get into panini sort of counter argument but again this will be in link to the injunction that they have raised now panini's complaint around the situation is ultimately countersuing WWE for terminating the agreement because in their eyes they deem they haven't done anything wrong and they have worked throughout the contract and fulfilled all the obligations needed of them throughout the contract. So one back the clock a little bit as to the timelines and where we're at and what we've got also bubbling in the background. So work initially started on the WWE and Panini deal in October of 2021 and that has been confirmed again in the lawsuit that Panini have put forward against WWE. Now, they made a four-year agreement, which was finalised on March 14, 2022, and they made the deal retrospectively active from the 1st of January 2022 right through to 2025. So that's why we had this seemingly seamless transition, really, from tops ending in 2021 with the big push of tops material going into the first part of the new year but ultimately then we had our first release which is year one prism in april 2022 so they backdated that and again it was a four-year deal which is due to end in 2026 now panini has said that throughout this whole time they have performed and fulfilled obligations under the contract and as far as we can see as far as releases and things like that we've had very little delay and everything seems to be on the button and released with very little issues Now, Panini have said in their counterclaim that there was no warning whatsoever around this situation. They received a letter on the 28th of August from WWE and the letter itself was dated on August 25th and that was saying that they were going to be terminating the deal. 
Now, what Panini are saying within that counter that WWE have the provision within their contract that they can terminate between April 1st and June 1st of 2022. So they are well beyond the window to terminate contracts. So again, that is one way that they are arguing against WWE. They are also saying as well that they completely fulfilled the obligations and they said that they had their first launch set in April 22 as agreed and they agreed to launch the stickers the following month, which is the release that we saw here in the EU and of course the UK as well. They've also had the digital and physical trading cards and Panini used the WWE cards for box wars and pack wars and they were used at conventions. So again, WWE and Panini, they all the way through have felt that they've done the right thing. Now, the other thing is, well, WWE have alleged that really under the provision, they have saying that they did not engage in good faith efforts throughout the contract. Now, Pliny have had a claim in this and saying that throughout the time they've had positive and nothing but positive news from WWE. They've accepted all the royalty payments that Panini have passed back to WWE and also have said in conference calls that they have praised Panini for tripling the business for them around trading cards. So again, all the way through this process, there's been no indication of an issue. Now, WWE have allegedly demanded in these court cases that Panini pay them for the remaining contract royalties on this term. So another two years of royalties, which equates to $5,625,000 of royalties. Now, within this, Panini wants declarations, and the way they are countering this is basically saying that they believe they haven't breached the contract, they don't think WWE have got any, any grounds to breach the contract, and their termination is null and void. They've also said that they, as a result of this, they think the contract should remain in effect, and they also believe they shouldn't have to pay any outstanding claims that WWE are saying they're immediately due around breach of contract, and that is that that six-figure sum, that $5 million that WWE are asking for. Now, there is quite a lot more complex things going on there, but obviously the bottom line is WWE is saying that Penny haven't met obligations. Penny is saying, yes, we have. Now, where this gets a little bit murky is around this Fanatics deal. So around the same kind of time that WWE announced this Panini deal, they also announced a Fanatics deal that WWE were going to be getting back involved with Fanatics. And that was a deal which would start the moment the 2026 deal ended with Panini. Now, the discussions online is that as a result of this, that Fanatics may go straight in and have the rights immediately to begin working with WWE. But again, this is where it gets a bit murky as to the legalities around that. Now, as WWE are already doing things with Fanatics, so we wouldn't be surprised to see some Fanatic stuff obviously going on out there. And we have seen some Fanatic stuff appear on the WWE shop and things like that. So we'll have to wait and see. Now, in regards to actual wrestling cards and where we stand now, any product of Panini that is on shelves in stores, online or any sellers or websites, they are still able to sell that product. Ultimately, that product is belonging to the actual retailer and Panini have no obligation to remove it off the shelf. The injunction only applies on new product. So anything that you see out of a pre-order or anything that you would potentially buy from Panini, they will most likely be pulled from production if they have not already been produced. Now, Panini Instant Cards, looking online, there are still some Panini Instant Cards available online. I can only presume, because they're the number to fives and the number to ones, they obviously are already printed and technically already stock. But anything new, you will not see anything through. So we will now get this drought period while this is being sorted out. Because ultimately, the injunction stands for the time being until it's decided otherwise. So we're going to have a dry spell in WWE cards. And, and there is going to be some time around this as well. So... 
don't expect anything new. But if you are looking to maybe get onto the Panini train, trying to maybe pick up a few things while, you know, conversation is good. We we think long term, obviously, that there may be some effective in prices. And again, there's already a discussion around sealed wax around first year. Do you buy a hobby box now and just leave it because of the demand and prism in times come? You know, and we'll discuss this in a bit more detail on the next episode of Square Circle Relix Pod. But ultimately, at the time being, if you are interested in looking at some penny stuff, the prices may be that little bit higher. But it might be a good time to maybe pick up some singles that you particularly want if you want them in your PC before things start, you know, drying up once again. In regards to other side of things, so we have got the issue again with USC and Panini. There's been no conversation around, you know, UFC and that side of thing terminating, or maybe we can expect something happening in the coming weeks. We'll have to wait and see with that, because again, this is quite a developing situation. Um, but again, yeah, a bit of a shock to the system. Um, really just wanted to put a quick episode out just to break down what the disputes are and what the arguments are. Um, but again, we'll have a, a full conversation on the next edition of the Squared Circle Relics Pod. Have a good evening, everybody, and I'll speak to you soon.